This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Joseph Kent running for Congress and I always fuck it up in Washington's third congressional district or 10th? Good man, you got it. Beautiful. I got it. And as I've said before, every time I have you on, and I'm sure you get tired of hearing it but i think it's important for everyone to hear uh you've spent 20 years in the military uh your wife killed in action in the military in syria and you are raising two sons and uh, i think more than anyone you have you have rights to talk about you know leaving a good society or it's like that quote you know if you if if you leave your kids a society that you never stood up in then they'll inherit a society that they can't stand up in and yeah. that's why I well plus you're just a cool fucking dude. That's why I always have you on. But um for this episode, it's uh yeah, I got an email last week and it was just, you know, from your mailing list and it was like we got removed from YouTube and it's fucked up cuz you know, misery loves company and I was like, "Welcome to the gulag." Like, you know, we can share bunks and gruel. And uh but then I was like, "Well, fuck that because I mean, as the email points out, like and our opponent was not removed and as your uh, as Byron said, uh, they've gotten you guys reinstated, but man, if that's not if that's not a little glimpse of things to come, like they can just like that, just like you know, turning a light on and off, they can remove you from your platform. So, because I'm a rude person and a terrible host, I haven't let you talk. What are your thoughts on all of this? Is this not light a little fire under your ass on how to fight back against this? So I've wanted to break up big tech since this whole thing started, just for all the obvious reasons, the monopoly that they are and the amount of control they have over people's lives. But, you know, I wish I had some really cool story about how I had this awesome, like super hot take that got me kicked off YouTube. Um, but it turns out that if I was on another podcast talking about like the policy end of breaking up big tech, how we go about it. So I don't think that was it. It just happened that that podcast came out, Jack Murphy Live, and then I was taken off the very next day. So when they reinstated us, they said it was because I posted clips from Steve Bannon's war room and Bannon's been kicked off of everything for quite a while. Um, but again, I've never had like a super spicy hot take on, on Bannon's show, you know, either. So uh, there was recently another guy, Terry Schilling, who runs the American, I think it's the American Family Project. He's like a family advocacy guy. He was just taken off today. The email he got from YouTube, he posted his screenshot. It's identical to the one that I got. He's a frequent war room guest too. So I kind of feel like there's some culling going on. And, and Terry has been a big advocate of parents showing up at school board meetings. So you, you can you can see where where big tech is trying to stick their uh, their thumbs on the scale of the current dialogue, um, which means hey we're over targets so and just keep going. So yeah, I'm still still uh, keen to break up big tech, and this just lets me know that you know I'm honored, man. I mean they're actually paying attention to this little old congressional race out in Washington State. So cool. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's first thing I thought when I got kicked off. I was like somebody's watching. You know, it's not just my mom like yeah. giving me sympathy views, but like. But to me, like, so that's what Byron said. He was like, actually, it's because we posted a clip of Bannon. And at first, you know, I can see where that's relieving, right? Because you're like, oh, okay, good. We're back on. But, I mean, it doesn't help if you just sit there and give it any amount of thought and go, 
oh, it, it wasn't me. They're just banning me because I'm associated with people that are banned. Like, that's that's not a whole lot better, yeah, man. Right? That's like, oh, just you're not Jewish. Worse, yeah. Just don't associate with the Jews. At first, you're like, oh, cool. Exactly. Oh, so, wait. Just don't let them in your house, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, – <sighs> Yeah, again, I wish I had like this one hot take that I had that got me kicked off, but it's really just, you know, the people that you associate with, and then where are they going to break that out? Now is it going to be that somebody else posted a video of Joe, but Joe posted a video of Bannon? It really just shows how much control they have and how arbitrary it is. So I'm glad that there's alternative platforms like Rumble that I can post on. Um, but again, and so like I was kind of explaining this the other day, in, in the primary i'm not sure how much it actually hurts me because i feel like folks that are on the right they're going to know to go look on rumble for content because it's part of their daily life anyways and so they're more likely to see me there so primary not only hurts that much but in the general when i'm trying to reach out to all those voters who i do think i have a good chance of getting i mean that just disproportionately favors the other side because if i'm kicked off youtube and like let's just say you know i still got you know nine months left in my race that uh i get kicked off of other mainstream social media platforms then it basically it just makes anybody that's of this America first uh, version of, of being a Republican, it makes us almost inaccessible to folks in their in their daily lives. They have to go looking for us, which anybody who knows anything about political campaigns will tell you, you have to be able to get your message to people. You know, And so if big tech is going to say, like, we are going to inhibit the ability of candidates to get their message to half, 49, 48% of the population, depending on where you live, maybe, maybe 52% then that heavily favors the other side and just compartmentalizes or, you know, segregates our culture even more. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's, and that's the same thing as like what happened to me with like, you know, it's not some, it's not some hot take on like, here's Joe Kent with some classified information. And it's just like, right, right. to me, it's almost scarier that there wasn't a hot take. It's a, you know, it's one thing if you're out there and you're, doing QAnon shit and you're like Hillary Clinton's a lizard and they cut you off and it's like, all right, you know, that's, you know, that's fascinating. To me, it's even more, uh, hair raising that you didn't do anything. It was just the wrong person, right? It's me getting finally kicked off for having on a doctor saying that some people should take these vitamins available at Walmart if they're hesitant about the vaccine, the most published cardiologist in world history. Who's when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply testified before the U.S. Senate. It, it's, it, it doesn't really make me feel any better. And you're right. I mean, with any little thing, right? It's unless you're actively going to support this person, right? Like you said, people on the right in a primary, like they're, they're going to search you out anyway. But as you get into the sort of bigger and bigger things where you have to make your case, you know, I, I didn't vote for Joe Biden. He's not my guy. I get, though I'm not subscribed, his, his videos still appear in my feed and every once in a while I'll listen to one. And sometimes I'm like, you know, that, that speech wasn't that bad, which is like a fair, okay. But he had to come to me. I wasn't searching out Joe Biden. Whereas okay. let's say he's censored a person like me who might be swayed left or right. It's, it's not, it's now on me to go hunt him out. And why would I hunt yeah. him out if I don't give a fuck? 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, as your, I mean, your average, I think, general election voter is someone who's very busy. They're doing their civic duty by voting, but they don't have the time to sit there and be what we would consider to be a well-informed voter. So it's an information war. I mean, that's why fundraising so is so important, unfortunately, in these campaigns, because the more money you make, the more you can pay for ads, the more you can hit all these different forms of media. But again, if you're if you're banned from half of them, then it doesn't really matter how much money, maybe, maybe there's a certain amount of money that can overcome it. Um, but, you know, I think that's where Trump, again, was sort of like the perfect creature, because not only did he have his own money and he was good at raising individual dollar donations, he also already had a national profile and this national name recognition that, you know, 99% of us candidates just don't have. We have to fight for every single, single dollar and we have to fight for every single bit of airtime or ability to reach a voter. And when you have these massive, again, massive platforms that can just flick a, flick a switch like you said, like turn the lights on and off. It's just like, well, actually, okay, who's in charge of our system? It's not the American people. It's not the voters. And in these, the, 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 especially the way that tech has bled over and now they're sort of a part of the left, you know? I mean, they used to kind of hide it, but now Joe Biden and Jen Psaki, they talk about it all the time, how they're working with Facebook and they're working with Google to look for disinformation, you know, how they can kick you off your podcast for having on an actual doctor who's a subject matter expert in the virus that we're facing. Boom, you're gone. I say something, you know, hey, this is my my platform about breaking up big tech. This is my platform about whatever. Boom, gone, kicked off. So it's it's uh, it's very actually pretty frightening stuff. So it's something that we have to really rein in, I think, if we're going to maintain the republic as we know it. Yeah, it's a uh, it's in. I've had friends reach out to me, people who regularly listen to my podcast. I had one friend I've known I've known since I was like ten. He actually called me like like a week ago. I was like, hey, big dog, like doing all right? I was like, what's up, Joe? And he goes, I, he goes, you post every day, man. I haven't I haven't seen from you in a couple of weeks. And I kind of got worried. Did you fall off the rat? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, oh, I did get banned from YouTube last month. He goes, I was worried sick, man. And I was like, well, it touches me that you reached out. But no, I haven't skipped a day. Like, he was like, the last episode I saw was this. I was like, I've done 85 since then. And he was like, holy shit. And I was at my cousin's wedding this last weekend, and someone came up to me. They're like, I love your podcast. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And she was like, I haven't seen you in a while. And I was like, I got banned. Yeah, exactly. And she was like, oh, you okay, you did. And then even then, it's, well, why'd you get banned? Yeah. It's not a hot take. It's, well, here's this retired doctor telling people to go get vitamins from <laughs> And they think it's, they look at you and they go, what'd you really get banned for? I'm like, that's yeah, what'd you it. Really say? That's it. It wasn't Joe Kent coming on here being like, here's how we're going to go perform a coup. And it's like, nope, no, it's now it, it does bring up the question of like these things are Section 230 is is such a thorn in the side of, of public debate and democratic debate in our yeah. democratic process. And you know that they could get broken up with any, you know, antitrust laws, you know, throwback to Teddy Roosevelt. It almost has to beg the question or the natural assumption that so long as they play ball, the government won't break them up, right? If only, if only America. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. America First candidate gets, gets banned. That naturally, that naturally causes selection for people on the farthest left who don't want to get banned to get in. Well, in turn, they're not going to turn around and break up the companies that help them get in. 
even if Biden wanted to break up big tech, I mean, could he really? I mean, even if you even if you assume that Biden was of sound mind, we know he's not, he's decaying. But Joe Biden of like five years ago, could he, with that mentality, could he go and break up big tech? I would say no after big tech went ahead and did him the favor with burying the Hunter laptop story and pretty much banishing that thing from the Internet a month before the presidential election, the way that that Hunter, the Hunter Biden laptop story was completely scrubbed from all media. You had people that were uh, former insiders in the intelligence community writing for the Washington Post, you know, saying that it was clearly Russian disinformation and the FBI didn't have an open case. We find out two months later that it's very real. The FBI has an actual case. So right now, I mean, this is classic. This is like how we recruit people, you know, from from the CIA days, like you you do them a favor or you get them indebted to you. Gratitude is one of the most powerful human emotions and, and everybody involved in this is, is a human. So you do them a huge favor like that, you do them a solid, well, they're gonna owe you. They're either gonna feel that they owe you or they're actually gonna owe you because there was some backdoor communication, maybe not necessarily with Biden himself, more than likely not, more than likely with some of his advisors that said like, hey, we got you, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of this. Knowing that the quid pro quo there is that Big tech will not get broken up, that these technocrats will continue to be some of the most powerful people in our society. Man, you know, at least for like, at least for like the kind of like egotistical meme quality of this, you could get into office and on your last day give like the Eisenhower 2.0, like beware of the unwarranted influence of the big tech complex. Yeah. Because that's, but it's kind of what you're saying, though, right? It's, 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 it's favors, or it's you don't let someone get near power unless you have the compromising power, or unless you have the compromising data on them. Again, the light switch. Get him in office, and if he doesn't want to play ball, well, you know, beep. Here he is cheating. Here he is X Y Z. Yeah, the text is there. I think as a, as a really big. I don't know how to describe it. Like they're very tempting because they can go to any government because they have so much control yes. and knowledge over people's personal data. And they can say, Hey man, I'll do you a favor. I mean, think about it. When Nixon wanted to be corrupt, him and his guys had to go hire a couple clowns to go break into a hotel room. Like that's like, they, that's what they had to do. Nowadays you can just have like a tech executive come to like a lower assistant and be like, Hey man, if you guys want to spy on the American people, like don't have the NSA do it. We'll, we'll do it for you. Like I, I got you, man. You want to go through and find out who's putting, who's putting out something counter to the narrative. Well, let's just, let's just call it disinformation. Um, and we'll come up with a, a way to tell you guys exactly who is having, who, who's having these discussions that counter the narrative and we'll get it all done for you. It allows the government to really circumvent all these different steps that would have to. So if the government wanted to actually go and violate our civil rights using just the tools of the government, there'd be a lot of fingerprints there. There'd probably be a lot of whistleblowers, you know, if they wanted to use, I mean, they've used the NSA against us before. They've gotten caught doing it and they get caught pretty much every single time. But now there's this marriage of big tech. And so like, you don't have to hire the clowns to go break into the Watergate anymore. You, you have all these different big tech lobbyists that are going to go right to the government and they know what the government needs before the government even knows they need it. Like you want data on U.S. personnel? You want data on that's counter to this narrative? Like we'll get it all taken care of. We'll get it all taken care of for you. And the first one's free. Oh, fuck, man. It's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Is, yeah, you don't need to do the whole NSA doing this or FBI. You don't need a no knock raid. All you got to. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. 
Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Do is, uh, Mr. Kent, you were seen with uh, Bannon, who's spreading disinformation. Right. And, you know, you've already set the precedent for it. So now it doesn't matter. And, you know, it starts with just here's a little red flag. You know, this has not been this has been double fact checked by. And it doesn't matter anymore. And you're right. It's just if, if it's such a big thing as just keeping them out of the limelight. Right. It's right back in the day. Right. You know, James Angleton or something. You had to get a little dirty. You actually had to go shoot your opponent. Right. You had to go kill him with a letter right. opener. Now it's just. Yeah. Like you said, average person, you're so busy, you're doing this, you got to run to the grocery store, you got to get gas, and you're, oh, but, but here's a new article, uh, Kent says this, and Bob says that, and well, all of a sudden, if, if you're just not getting Kent, and you don't even know they exist, it's not necessarily that you're going to vote for the other person, you might just not see your guy and go, fuck do I care? And I feel like somebody who is of an open mind, generally informed, they could listen to this conversation between you and I. And if you didn't say it was a congressional candidate, they might not necessarily know where we stand politically. But if big tech were to describe us, they would be like, <laughs> Joe and Tommy, these these two rogues who've been kicked off social media recently for spreading disinformation. Then people are like, whoa, man, I'm not going to listen to some fringy stuff like that. Like, I'm a normal, rational person. Why would I listen to Joe and Tommy talking about disinformation? That's very dangerous. <laughs> Move on to the next one. What does CNN have for me? Even though they probably, even though that same rational person probably knows CNN is giving them a partisan spin, they still feel more comfortable than somebody who has, like you said, that red flag in front of them, like these two, these two guys who got kicked off YouTube. Like, what are they saying? You mm-hmm. know, and and it's yeah, right. Uh, yeah, right. A far right conspiracy theorist and a, a former spook, Joe Kent, and uh, and uh, med school dropout and YouTube banning. QAnon supporting Tommy Carey, and it's like, whoa, 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 right. whoa, wait, what, what? And it's Glenn Greenwald, the guy who broke the story on Ed Snowden. Yeah. Is, I was just Google. I Googled him yesterday because I'm trying to get him on a podcast. But it's uh, the first article was how Glenn Greenwald became the new hero of the far right. And I was like, what? The yeah. Gay, liberal Glenn Greenwald? Like, what? What? And it's, but right, it's far right conspiracy theorist. Glenn Greenwald, yeah. and it's even if they know what you're getting is biased, you you get it reinforced, right? It's here's this person, mm-hmm. hey, they're a far right guy. It's uh, Twitter started something which I thought was new, but they do like if you if you, like your if your tweet includes like Trump or vaccines, they'll now put yeah. a little warning and it says heads up, these conversations get intense. Just get intense, right? Just heads up, you know these are some you know crazy yeah. far right cons- or you know it's. It's with all of this, and it's the power is it is so incredible, right? I mean, the power of the the KGB or the FSB or the Gestapo, it's there, but everyone knows it, and it's their actions do make it worse because everyone's like, "Fuck these guys." They won't say it out loud, but fuck these guys. With big tech, yeah. I mean, there's no overt, no knock raids. There's no you know gun to the head. It's just you're Tommy. Are you all right? Yeah, man. What's going on? I haven't seen your podcast lately. What are you talking about? Like, what are you? I'm still doing yeah. them every day. It's a very covert, quiet thing, and it is overwhelmingly. I mean, it's kind of coming up on the military-industrial complex in terms of unwarranted influence, right? And who holds the power to break them up? Yeah. It's. I don't know, man. Um, yeah, and then something that touches everybody's life too. I mean, the military-industrial complex. If you, I mean, if you're a taxpayer, it involves your life. Potentially, you could get drafted, but by and large. You, if you wanted to, you could totally tune that out. Like this one is just, and I think that's where some of it comes in. It's just so up in everybody's lives 
that like people don't want to touch it because I mean, we just talked about the first amendment issues, but there's also, you could lose your bank account. I mean, you could lose your insurance. I mean, we've, we both probably know countless examples of people that, that that's happened to or their very existence to their, their ability to exist online, which is pretty much everybody nowadays can, can totally be threatened. It's just right there. It's in your face. And so do people really, they know that it's absurd that Twitter says like these conversations can be intense. Everyone knows that's absurd, but it's a not so subtle warning that like we are reading every single word that all of you people say. And if you mess up next time, won't be a warning. We'll just delete you. And so then people are like, okay, well, ah, maybe I'll make fun of my friends, but I don't, I don't want that to interfere with the way I make a living, feed my family, my reputation, you know, so there's there's a lot of that. I think those of us that are in the political sphere, like we sort of know this is part of the game back and forth. Ah, they kicked me off and I send out a letter saying like, you got to help me fight back. But for your average person, like those are pretty clear shots across the bow of like, you you, you don't want this crap, man. Just do what we say because you don't want any trouble. And the thing is, is like, and I, I don't, I wouldn't fault people who are raising kids and yeah. we've got a little podcast where they review the newest sports cooler and they're just like, Dude, I'm paying for fucking, you know, Tommy's middle school I don't fault them and and they shouldn't have to fight that you should be that's what the United States is is like no that's it don't don't worry it's first amendment it's taken care of that should be a thing you know someone like you is running for office right or someone like me where it's like this is just what I do it doesn't matter if they say you're banned you know I can say fuck you it doesn't affect my life I can the average person can't and I and I don't fault them for that and that is kind of that is the problem with it is, hey, just don't talk about this. Just don't talk about that. We'll move the Overton window a little more and more. Mm-hmm. Side note. So um, my friend texted me last night. This uh, this He didn't know, even know I was having you on today. The Kent open for debate. So, so can, and I know I got you for like five more minutes. Can you explain what this is? The, the yeah, the let's debate. Oh, so there's a. Uh... So when we first started out this whole challenge to Jamie Herrera and Butler, we, we all agreed that whoever Trump endorsed would coalesce behind. And that's because Washington State has this really goofy primary system. We have what's called jungle primaries. So it's top two takes all. So in Washington State, you don't register via political party. Like there's no partisan primaries. There's a primary and there's a general. In the primary, the top two vote getters, regardless of party, move on and advance the general. This system heavily in favors incumbents. There's a handful of states that do this. I think California does, Louisiana, maybe South Carolina. Um, but the more challengers you have, especially to an incumbent, the more the votes get diluted. So we all knew this when Jamie Herrera Butler voted for impeachment and a bunch of us thrown in that. So in order to make it so that Jamie Herrera Butler did get taken out, all of us that were challenging at, at multiple forums, especially one that's televised, we said, hey, we will uh, we'll all coalesce behind whoever Trump endorses to make sure that the goal of the of this district is met and getting rid of her. Trump endorsed me, um, and one of my opponents dropped out, kept his word. Another one chose not to. Um, and so, hey, we're on this phase now where it's like, okay, let's give people more information if there's still questions. Let's actually formally have a debate. So we have a very um, a nationally syndicated but local talk show host, Lars Larson, who's agreed to moderate the debate between me and uh, the other woman in the race. Um, so... The challenge is out there. Um, we have a format. We have a host. So hopefully she uh, she agrees to the terms and we have a debate and people get more information and we we uh, we meet our mission of picking a candidate ahead of ahead of the, the primary so that we can take out Jamie Herrera Butler. Again, like we, we don't at no point in time will all the Republicans appear on one ticket and we pick the top Republican to go on. So at no point do we really just get to let the people sort it out. 
I mean, in a perfect world, it would just be you and her in a in a pit with a with one buck knife. But you know, I maybe that doesn't work anymore in twenty. Far right conspiracy theorist calls for his candidate to murder. Yeah, of course that's how it's gonna go. Um, but uh. That's it, the kind of take people are expecting though when you get kicked off. They want to hear something <laughs> good like that. If I'm gonna get so, kicked off, what did he so get kicked off? Well throw, you have to throw one of those in now every time to make sure it's worth it. Yeah. You know, Tommy, why'd you get kicked off? I'm gonna stop saying the vitamin shit. I'm gonna be like, Joe Kent was telling me how he's gonna kill his opponent and I was cheering him on. You know what? Yeah. But um real quick before we finish up, because uh, I know you gotta run, is yes, um contributions. I've done I've never donated to a political figure before. I've donated to you twice, everyone listening. Please donate to Mr. Kent. And my argument's this. Maybe you don't like Joe. That's fine. I mean, I like him, but maybe you don't. That's cool. At the very core, the things we're talking about, right? First Amendment. Even Let's say you don't even agree with the whole, we got to look at the election. Right? Fuck, let's just go with one center core one. Freedom of speech. There's only, and I'm I'm the worst at this. I'm trying to be the devil's advocate for everyone. But right now, there's only one political affiliation that wants to squash the other side's ability to talk not to kick their ass in a debate not to do a mic drop moment but rather to unplug the mic and even as i'm sitting here and i'm saying maybe you don't like mr kent don't vote for him that's fine you'll never hear that from a side that wants to remove the voice of someone who can talk and that is sort of like a last ditch like you know emergency flare like hey man Everyone listening, maybe you don't like them, but as far as I'm concerned, you're talking about breaking up big tech, Section 230, and that's the ability for everyone to talk and not get banned. Right. It's going to be a publisher or a platform. I don't know how much more close, like you said, military-industrial complex. Sure, I can riddle off Raytheon, but is that going to touch my life? No. The freedom of speech and the ability to talk on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat, that touches everyone and your ability to communicate and express yourself in a democracy. And we're slowly inching. It's just Alex Jones. It's just Miley Yiannopoulos. It's just Donald Trump. It's just COVID. It's just the election. It's moving and it's moving and it's going to come for you. And it's going to come for you eventually. And someone listening out there, you might be a, a more classical liberal guy and you just review Nikes. Eventually it's going to come for you. But now there's gonna and it's the it's the tired old thing, but there's gonna be no one left to stand up for you. So at the very least, if you just support the freedom of debate, which is what we're doing now, which isn't even on YouTube, go donate to Mr. Cantor. At least just d- defend what you know is right, because it's and you know what? Maybe you don't like free speech, and in which case, fuck it. Let's march into the gulag together because that's what we deserve. And um but uh yeah, man. Real quick, so I originally discovered you on Tim Kennedy. You need to go back and talk to him or somehow try to reach through Rogan because I feel like that's the that's I know it's kind of like the lottery. If I could just get on Rogan, you actually yeah. know someone who knows Rogan, man, you need to. And if you watch Rogan, I do kind of tangentially. He is slowly sliding more and more to the right. And it's hilarious to watch. I don't know, man. I think, I think, yeah, I, I think the guys like him and uh, Glenn Greenwald who were on the left. A while back, they've they found themselves, you know, in our camp. You know, and I, I think our camp has shifted a lot too. Sure. It's it's the liberty camp. Like if you want, if you want us to maintain our our values that we have free speech and that we can have open and free and fair debates, then like there's only one side, like you said, 
it's not even it's not even about left or right, Republican, Democrat, liberal, all that. It's not. I mean, there's one side that wants complete and total control, and there's the rest of us that that want our country to to look like the place that we grew up in. I want people to get on every major platform and talk about how much of a piece of shit I am and how much my podcast sucks. Because God damn it, that that's your freedom. And then let me show you why I'm not a piece of shit. Versus these guys can't be trusted. Joe Kent thinks that Hillary Clinton's a lizard. Well, 545, I said I wouldn't keep you for a minute longer. And uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Joe Kent is QAnon. That was the big reveal. And um, dude, you got to get on Rogan, which I know you know. But I'll let you go. I won't keep you any longer. Everyone, please, I'll put the uh, the donation link in the description. And um, again, if you are for our ability to agree to disagree, Joe Kent's your guy, which it's that platform's now been handed to you. You are now the guy of free speech. Like you didn't do this. They, they put you in this corner, which is you do. Hey, man, yeah. it's, it's a win for you. Like, fuck it. I was running yeah. on this, this and this and this. But now I just got to run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you so much. Joe cool. Kent. God bless you, sir. Till next time, brother. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. Take care. Recording Peace. Take care. stopped.